Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second edition, episode, whatever you would call Ooh. a podcast, of Dylan and Brendan Have a Simpsons podcast, the show that me and Brendan do to pay off our debt. To society. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> little, little, little intro, Dylan is a mega Super Simpsons fan, I'm a layman Simpsons fan, and we're, gonna, we're tackling the, the next 30, or however long they go. However long they go, however long we go, yeah. realistically, if, <laughs> at this stage, I think it's more likely that we're going to stop before no, they stop. No, we've got an excellent commitment. Well, you've got really good commitment. <laughs> to be fair, Thank I'm, you. I'm, oh, no, the, the, so the, the joke is more so that the show is going to like outlive us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It certainly seemed that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so today we're reviewing the second episode of season 31, Go Big or Go Homer. Mm. A great name, I'm surprised. Mm, mm. This being their 664 fourth episode I'm surprised they didn't think that they of that haven't name done that sooner already yeah, yeah that's yeah, such yeah. a good one I wouldn't even be surprised if that was like a line of dialogue in some of the earlier seasons or something maybe yeah or you it was a mean? name that was tossed around the past oh true yeah, yeah easy very could possible. have been yeah very possible uh, do you want to just get into it then do you want to yeah, sure. introduce anything or say anything well just right off the bat I want to say no no fucking couch gag no, no chalkboard no chalkboard yeah what? yeah Straight into the episode. Yeah, that's the thing to do for time. Right? Uh, yeah, that, I guess how it goes. Guess, yeah, you know. so when they're really long, it usually means that the episode is a little too short. So when that happens, the episode itself is too long. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So we didn't get a chocolate or a couch guy. Literally just a The Simpsons. And right and into right it. Right into it. Yeah, There's yeah, a few yeah. episodes that really do that, but I still find it a bit jarring every time. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> especially, especially because the last time, uh, like it was in our last episode, I remember you, you, you saying, you know, uh, that there was no chalkboard, but there was a couch gag, whatever. And I was like, "Oh, mm. that's, that's interesting." Dylan pointed that out. Yeah. And then I was, so I was kind of looking forward to like, what, what were my thoughts on this time on the couch gag? Yeah, on the yeah. Chalkboard? Nope, just the episode right Come away. On, guys. We couldn't like discuss or oh, what silly thing Bear was saying this time. <laughs> yeah. What did he get up to? <laughs> nope. Beginning of the episode, we have Homer preparing a surprise party for Lenny. Yeah. And everyone's signing a card for him. The Second episode in a row. I noticed. Yeah. In the break room of the nuclear plant. Yeah, yeah. revolving around. Homer, Lenny and Carol yeah. to some extent yeah. Yeah, yeah the card says uh, better over the hill than under 17 which is such a like men over 40s <laughs> card joke yeah. <laughs> and they're all signing a card for Lenny and Carol decides not to write her guards on it yeah because... it was a funny <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burns gets mistaken for Lenny when he yeah. comes into the room. Yeah. And he mistakes the break room for his blood transfusion room. Yes, but a great line. I thought this was my blood transfusion room, but there's not a baby in sight. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking bizarre. Yeah, Mr. Burns signs the card, but doesn't chip in any money, despite yeah. obviously being the richest person there. Yeah. And then Lenny comes in and he ruins the surprise party for yeah, him. He just blatantly <laughs> says... Also, one little funny joke, or a little funny like visual gag was that like within the party, there's one dude just in a hazmat suit for the entire thing. Oh wow! Yeah, I never yeah. noticed that. <laughs> that is nice little detail. Like, yeah, just to be like, this is the this is the nuclear plant, just in case you forgot. Yeah, something. yeah. Very easy for them the past thirty years because yeah. <laughs> you know they're always quite treated like that. We see for the whole party, Homer's just not enjoying it, just staring at this card, fixated. Yeah, well, I was having like a fun time around him, and uh, oh yeah, there's this magician at the party. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Abracadabra. Who's <laughs> performing these really mundane magic tricks that we've seen before. Yeah, really but easy Everyone's ones. really Everyone's impressed <laughs> by them. Because that's part of what all the money went to, uh, to, to, to all the chipping in money went to. Yeah, this magician. Up close magic. 
yeah. I thought she was so funny. She like takes an egg out of Lenny's, Lenny's ear, and he's like, "Whoa, how'd you do that?" <laughs> but Homer's not having a good time. He's just very pissed off. Mr. Fixated, yeah. fixated all the way through. <laughs> do you ever have an experience like that where you're just pissed off at somebody for taking too much credit? Oh man, well, like of course I, I can't actually remember because my memory is awful. But I've got such a huge ego. I definitely I've had mul- <laughs> multiple occasions where that's happened. Yeah, sure. I feel the same way. Like I definitely can. I definitely empathise with Homer because I felt that feeling before, but I couldn't specifically oh, yeah. think of an occasion. I remember actually. I remember one time. Okay, so in my in um in my like old drama club, mm. we also. I, it was like someone was like, "Oh, Brennan, will you go and uh, pick up some chocolates, some presents for the for the uh, mentors, the the instructors, whatever." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I fucking know no one's gonna." It's going to be a hassle getting people to <laughs> give me the money for this. Yes. And like I was a poor ass, you know, student in sixth year. So I bought mm. it. And then I was like, I remember like, you know, people didn't really like give me the money back. And so I was like in the group chat. I was all like, you guys didn't give me the money. And then everybody was like, Brennan, what the fuck? I, I paid for flowers. I paid for chocolates. <laughs> I did all these things. You know things. Yeah, they had like you know gone out of their way to do all these other stuff. Oh, okay, okay. But I just, I, I just, and I had not contributed to those things. Mm. But I was only concerned with my well-being. <laughs> it's absolutely outrage. Yeah, that yeah. reminds me. Not, not, not the same thing in terms of like me being angry that someone was taking credit or something. But just the money and trying to get something together reminds me of this time when I was in transition year, and um, we did like a little play for a little. Irish drama competition up in Dublin that I was put in charge of uh, collecting the money and then giving it back to our, our yearhead and um, I collected like 10 euros from everyone whatever it was put into an envelope and uh, got back to Tralee where I'm from that night and that envelope was missing it oh, was no. not there it oh, was like no. it was like 40 50 euro maybe yeah. that I had lost and which is like a fortune when you're in fourth year. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you're like, what, 15? Yeah, yeah 16, I think. Yeah, 16, yeah. 15, yeah. 16, yeah. A, a lot of money, yeah. 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 Or the, the following week, we were doing work experience. So I had a whole week before I had to give that envelope <laughs> back to my earhead. So my mom gave me money every day for lunch, and I had no lunch that whole week. I put oh money into the envelope <laughs> so my teacher wouldn't kill me. Oh, man, that's so upsetting. You didn't, like, have to so starve yourself for a whole fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just making little scraps of what we had around the house for lunch and uh you know not making too much my mom wouldn't question why i was making food where she gave me money for lunch yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh so funny. yeah since experiences like that i've sort of always just sort of known if you're in charge of something uh, just to avoid the the awkward conversation i've always just been oh, like oh i worst. know i'm gonna have a shortfall here yeah, you know, yeah if you're ever actually in charge of something having to chase up like people mm. your age or younger for money oh you know, always a nightmare oh, yeah man, it's so <laughs> awkward we have the family shoveling snow mm. homer rages out over the card signing and mm-hmm. uh, mr burns <laughs> Whole, that whole ordeal and then his signature comes and kills yeah, marriage yeah. <laughs> only for it then to be revealed that this is all actually just a dream and I think the the, the one clue of it actually being a dream that, I, that we didn't spot like originally was that the whole family agrees with Homer yeah <laughs> yeah the they didn't quite just, to it yeah yeah me either <laughs> Can you tell me what the C in C Montgomery Burn stands God for? God damn it, because I was actually thinking about that during the episode, and I thought I was yeah. going to look it up, and then I didn't. didn't think to. It's, wait, it's it's because it's not Charles. It's something weird, isn't it? What is no, it? it's Charles. Is it Charles? Yeah, it's Charles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Charles Montgomery Burns. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice, fair play. Yes. 
And uh, yeah, so Homer comes out of this dream and tells Marge he had this big nightmare involving him taking her advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we think the nightmare is that... Yeah, he thought that it was... Yeah. He saw his wife get killed. But well, no, no, it no, that... it was that he uh, took her opinion into account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was actually his opinion, really. Well, yeah, so Homer Stand goes up. into yeah. Mr. Burns' office, yeah, confronting him. And I had the little warm-up that he has beforehand. Oh, yeah, he, like, runs up a wall, like, yeah. Fred Astaire style. <laughs> yeah, that's trying to motivate himself yeah. before he goes in. And um, tells Mr. Burns how mad he is at him about the whole oh no like, you didn't chip in any money yeah and Burns is like oh no problem like gives him it's like five dollars five dollars and he's got this huge just f- like like ring of five dollar bills the bit that steals the show for me is mm. he goes here have a cricket on a thread for good luck yeah. <laughs> which gives him like a little uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little cricket on a thread it's like I guess for that joke for the you know for the sound effect yeah but it's so weird. so way jarring so funny, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> good me. nice little animation of that cricket right, Homer rushes out mm. and Smithers uh, punishes him for taking advantage of Mr. Burns while he's on his happy yeah. pills yes yeah 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 the, the round the clock regiment of skin thickeners yeah when he's <laughs> uncontrollably generous yes. the side effect of that medication is bouts of uncontrollable decency and you exploited that. There's like this one, just this one shot. He's like the skin thickeners, and it just cuts to like Mr. Burns swallowing a skin thickener. And for a second, he's like one of those fish, you know, like really low and like really, really like deep underwater, where you can see mm-hmm. all of their insides for just one second. And he takes yeah. the he takes the pill, and then it's it's gone. His skin is thickened. That was a lovely, <laughs> a quick little animation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his punishment, Smithers makes Homer go deal with the worst job of all in the power mm. plant, which is mm. um, supervising the interns. Mm. So we cut to um, Homer's patronising all these interns only mm. to find out that they're actually smarter that than they, he is. Yeah. They're all intelligent and very passionate yes. about <laughs> nuclear power and they have all these questions that Homer has no answer to. And he like glitches at one point and he just stops. Yeah, he's yeah. getting really upset because all of these intelligent younger people are asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> and then the... Yeah, the... so Mike Wegman comes in. Yeah. And, um, Great character. Yes, he sticks up for him. You want to find out that Mike is Homer's number one fan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, my favorite, uh, well, my favorite, like, <laughs> just little like idiosyncrasies of this character mm. is how much he says the word clangers. Am my <laughs> ears hearing this? Are you seriously busting the clangers of Homer J. Simpson? This man is a god, and his clangers are unbustable. Yeah. Homer J. Simpsons. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was my time. favorite. That was my favorite <laughs> little idiosyncrasies that he calls him Homer Simpsons, yeah. and then Homer eventually takes that himself too. Yeah, calling himself Homer Simpson, but he's talking to Mike. Yeah, and Mike Wegman is voiced by Michael Rappaport, mm, mm. who, as we were talking about last night, I know from this short-lived show. I only had two seasons called The War at Home that I quite enjoyed. He used to be on E4, mm. and you knew him from Friends. Yeah. So I actually forgot he was in. Yeah, he's uh, um, Phoebe's uh, policeman boyfriend yeah. in, in Friends, who who. who Whose last like appearance? He like shoots a bird or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's great character. Yeah, a great character. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really, um, really impressed that they casted him just because he's very good in the part. Mm-hmm. But they clearly didn't cast him due to star power. No, because he's not no, a household name. No, no, not at all. They no, gave no. him this lead role, this lead role for an episode purely because he's brilliant for this part. Yes, yeah, and I think just like consistency as a hardworking actor. I think. You know? Yeah, yeah, I guess he, so. He's, he's done a lot of for guy. Fox too, so he probably knows. Yeah people working with the Simpsons and stuff he's kind of one of those one of those hard hitting uh, or like one of one of those sort of like just, just consistent guys who gets like guest starring roles yeah in a lot of TV shows mm. do you know what I mean but always like, really stands out yeah, yeah always, yeah, always yeah. 
yeah. solid, yeah. It's cool to see them give a part to someone who really suited that part rather than just... Totally. Let's give it to, I don't know, Bruno Mars. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Because I was kind of waiting for the end to be like, oh, who was the big star? Who who was it? And you, you didn't recognise the name. And I was like, yeah, I was like, who is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It was cool because he's such an important part in this episode. He's such a that guy actor, you know what I mean? 100%, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, when I looked it up and I saw his face, I was like, I definitely know him from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, brilliant character actor. Thing, I was even thinking of it I don't think there's ever been an occasion in the 663 episodes following mm. this where Homer's ever mentored someone which is very interesting oh it never pops oh, wow. up yeah. yeah has he ever been it's uh... usually that he's being mentored by somebody else in a new job that he's taking on yeah totally the only thing that would make sense for him to possibly mentor anyone on would be the power plant he's never done that before no like as in, I suppose there's been occasions where like maybe members of the family like Lisa or Bart have looked up to him a bit more oh yeah yeah and but, educating but his yeah, children yeah no one has ever been in awe of Homer's intellect no ever. certainly not yeah. <laughs> on anything he's never had a fan yeah this guy yeah. is actually anti-Frank Grimes I just realised there oh yeah totally I never thought oh, about yeah. that yeah. yeah just take a second as well just to uh, uh, talk about his, his, his that's a pretty good point actually yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of that observation I wonder how many Simpsons episodes they could make by just like reversing the formula of previous episodes oh my gosh yeah yeah you know what I mean like, easily yeah how, mu- how much new TV could we make just by reversing the formula <laughs> <laughs> it could be a whole show like just <laughs> it could be a different family but it's just reverse everything. So the mom yeah. is stupid. Yeah. The daughter is the brat. And it's all set in Shelbyville. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I like that concept a lot. Like, I like the idea of anything since it's related. <laughs> so I'm not really a good person to go through that kind of opinion. <laughs> we need more yes men. But then we can write about the no men because we are the yes men. There you go. There we go. Perfect. His costume design is so fucking, he's so funny. He's like wearing like a shirt. Yes. And then like a basketball jersey over, yes. over whatever he's wearing. <laughs> He's got a basketball jersey over it. That was another character detail I loved <laughs> that didn't make sense for ages up until the very end. That he just loves basketball. Wants to call his daughter Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his uh, his unborn child who's, who they know is going to be a girl. Yeah, yeah. He wants to call her Patrick Ewing Patrick because Ewing. of how successful he is. So <laughs> much he loves him. Yeah, Patrick Ewing Wegman. <laughs> but he tells the family about like this guy and how thrilled he is to be his mentor. This guy I'm mentoring is so cool. He listens with his mouth open. He's been blocked by so many celebrities on Twitter, and he thinks I'm the most valuable worker at the entire nuclear plant. Those two details sums up that character quite perfectly. So well, yeah. Like, if you don't end up watching this episode, just know that he listens with his mouth open and has been blocked by multiple celebrities on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And he wears sneakers to work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was the other one, yeah. But the family all laugh at him being like, this guy is clearly an idiot. Yeah. He's clearly super lame. And um, Homer sticks up for him and um, proves his own stupidity in that moment in the shopping mall by um, his pants getting caught yeah. by the escalator. The escal- <laughs> um, but then everyone in the, in the shopping mall starts laughing at him. Yeah. And Homer's like, don't worry, they always come back. Yeah, yeah, they always And lo and behold, back. they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that far about it. It's like, oh, there they are. <laughs> I love the, uh, that, just that idea too. That like... Um... You know, this friend of the Simpsons... I, just just how many jokes, like, they can make about, like, e- e- the longevity of them being themselves. Mm. Like, that Homer has existed for long enough that his pants has gotten caught in enough escalators. He's not phased by it. Well, that he knows that they're always going to come back. He's you know, chill, like, yeah, escalators he's, work. He's just standing there waiting for them to come back. Yeah. When they do, he just grabs them nonchalantly. <laughs> <laughs> Mike brings Homer his fair coffee, which mm. is just a cup filled with donut holes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, not coffee so at all. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite jokes, definitely. And, um... 
he informs Homer that he's 35, which just kind of adds to the, the, the pathetic... Sa- um, yeah, the sadness of this character. Yeah, because yeah. I certainly assumed he was, you know, a student quite young, maybe just out of college, but no, he's 35. That's yeah. when we kind of become like, oh, God, this character is... This is... You kind of... Yeah, totally. It, mm. it kind of starts adding up that this, this character isn't... Uh... Not the full shilling. Yeah, that's, that's the best description, actually. Yeah, Not the yeah. full shilling. You know <laughs> totally. I mean? So Homer gives him a tour, but it's kind of a nothing tour of yeah. Sector 7G. Now let's see. Uh-huh. Don't forget about yeah, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, and of course you've got to. Gold. you just got okay, it. So but if you don't... Gold. Oh, oh. So can it. Well, they don't have that anymore. I can remember that. And you see these? Yeah. I'm going to tell you that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, should point out that for this whole episode, Homer is like quite aware that he's kind of lying to Mike because he looks up to him because he's always been at the center of yeah. every core meltdown yeah. in the power plant. Whereas he did not say any of those meltdowns. He, in fact, caused, caused them. Most, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> every single one of them. That's another really funny line in the episode where he's like, uh, he shows him like the, this newspaper clip thing where it's like the nuclear plant plant worker at center of 10th near meltdown and mm. almost just like the sixth one was why all those ponies went bald <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> God. <laughs> homer invites mike for dinner and mm. mike is just absolutely ecstatic and he goes out and uh we don't see who he's talking to but he's like um oh yeah he's like he's always oh, like he's like uh hey lenny guess who's going to homer's house for dinner or something yeah it was a duck face yeah yeah and <laughs> you just hear him going, I'm Carl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because when you hear duck face, it's like, oh, he's obviously talking to Lenny because Lenny actually has kind of a duck face. But he's actually talking to Carol. He doesn't really. <laughs> what is up with this guy? I, I, must have, I didn't look this up actually, but isn't um, isn't the actor of Carl, wasn't there a thing, isn't it like, like, isn't he not voicing acting as proactively? I was sort of surprised. Hank Azaria. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Apu. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Carl is still... Yeah, Carol is still currently voiced by Hank Azaria, but... A couple of months ago, when the whole Black Lives Matter stuff came out, a lot yeah. of like um, white actors who voice black characters dropped out of their characters. Yeah, yeah. But for this whole season, Hank Azaria is still playing okay. those yeah, characters, yeah. as is Harry Shear. But from 32 onwards, they're now voiced by different people. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting. I obviously won't end up watching season 32 now until we get to it. It'll be interesting yeah. to hear the difference in like Carol, Dr. Hibbert. Very interesting. All those people. Yeah, they're yeah. intrigued by it. And you'll be very interested to listen to us. Listen to us talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> So Mike meets Marge for the first time and this is one of my favorite moments actually. Oh Homer, she is a beaut. Now I know why you're always napping at work. Mr. Plow indeed. Warm carrots? Who thinks of that? Yeah, he's so blown away by warm carrots. <laughs> this carrots. guy, this man lives in a world of just cold carrots. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we Maureen as well who's pregnant with uh, Mike's child and we find out about how they met. He yeah. was a waiter at Maureen's, at Maureen's wedding. wedding. And he's all like, oh, tell the story, tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say I was really impressed by just how much they managed to jam-pack of this character. Yeah, totally. We yeah. found out so much about I, him. I, I, one interesting thing as well, one ambitious thing I thought with the writing of this episode mm. was, was there's no B-plot. Oh, true, actually. Do, do you know what I mean? I yeah. registered that, yeah. The whole thing great. is just Homer and, and Mike. Mm. You know, for, for That's so interesting. Yeah, cause when, when I was writing out notes, I realized that there's way less scenes in this episode than there was in the last one. And yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder how that worked out. Because it feels just as like yeah. jam-packed and zany as the other one. That's exactly what, yeah. There's no freaking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no freaking side story, yeah. Which, which almost gives it this feel of like just sort of different to the normal uh, Simpsons structure. A like, bit, yeah. When I was sort of trying to write down my thoughts about it afterwards, I was sort of like, "Oh, there's, there's something weird," but or not weird. I was just, just more ambiguity of like what there's I thought about different. it because yeah. I couldn't compare it as easily to the other episodes. Totally, you know? yeah. I think part of that as well is because Mike was such a weird character, and yeah, also feels kind of real. He doesn't. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You do feel for him. Like, yeah, you've met people like him before. Totally, totally. And you <laughs> yeah. sort of like, yeah, you totally like feel for him, but you're also like, oh man, I... Get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Stop idolizing this man. Yeah. Well, I think my, one of my favorite parts of the whole episode is just Mike's laugh. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit psychotic, like. <laughs> but it's just a bit, It's so like, like, like the word ha. Mm, I know, yeah, it actually <laughs> like, says. Little abbreviate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little like, like abbreviate, like, oh, like not the natural rhythm of <laughs> naturalness somebody would, mm. would laugh with. There is one person that we both know who I'm not going to name who literally says ha 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 when he or she laughs, and I've always noticed it. <laughs> I'll say it afterwards because it's. It would be oh, unfair so, to bring them up, but yeah, there's totally. one person who literally goes ha 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 whenever they I'm laugh. I'm so curious. It's always stuck out to me because they're the yeah. only person I know who literally says the way the, it, way, the way the way it's written, like ha ha ha. Yeah, actually says it with a H. It kind of reminds me of that bit in in Scrubs where JD has that girlfriend who never ever laughs, but always just says that is so funny. Oh yeah, yeah. they're having dinner and um, Barrett insults Homer. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what that insult was, but that makes Mike break down and just yeah. lash out at Barrett. Just totally roast him. Yeah, yeah, calling him a rejected Muppet was my favourite part of the <laughs> yeah. insult. Your head looks like a rejected Muppet. Two golf balls glued to a can of oats. Between that Tommy Lasorda gut and those toothpick legs, you are not a kink. You are a walking potato clock. It's so funny. Well, it's so like interesting too because it's like, I mean, we always see kind of Bart and, and Lisa... As sort of because they're cartoon characters, not quite children. Mm. But it's such a, a minute that like there's just totally. like a beat, and then Bart starts crying because he's a ten year old child, yeah. and an adult just shouted at him for like <laughs> yeah. two minutes, calling him ugly. Totally. <laughs> and then we see Lisa, yeah, as an eight year old girl, is yeah, laughing at laughing her, her brother off. being picked on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah, that definitely is a moment where they really were their ages. Yeah, in that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so very interesting. I'm actually reading a book about The Simpsons at the moment by the four finger discount guys who are like the big Simpsons podcast guys mm. our rivals now I guess oh wow but I do enjoy them dude but they're I'm... gonna come for us now <laughs> oh. but I'm reading their book at the moment Homer's Odyssey and they mention I think it was Bill Oakley who's a showrunner on the show who used to be anyway and they interview him mm. and he, he mentions that um, Bart is the, the, the thing with Bart is that he has the intelligence of somebody older but the sensitivity of a 10-year-old. Oh, that's very interesting. Always kind of their... The impulse control as well. Perhaps, yeah, yeah, right? exactly. That's always like their aim with him because he says like very smart, aleck and intelligent things. Yeah. Like very witty things. But he does have like, yeah, like, like the sensitivity and um, the emotional kind of patterns of a 10-year-old. Mm. Makes perfect mm. sense. Yeah, and that's always like the way they, they kind of go that's with it. That's very interesting. Mm. I've heard um, comparisons of him to... There's this concept of the... the, the I'm going to mix them all up, but the, mm. the id which is like Sigmund Freud's concept of like the part of the brain that is like the most um, uh, animalistic and just like wants, you know, food and, 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 um, the, kind of and... the caveman yes, mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the id, the super, the ego and the super ego, which I think is like meant to, to uh, represent Homer and uh, Bart and Lisa. Oh, okay. Another thing that Bill Oakley said in that interview, actually I thought was really interesting is that, they find the majority of the writers find Bart to be the hardest character to write for of the family. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. it's hard to make him like very smart aleck and cheap cheeky without it coming across a little cheesier, a bit forced. Yeah, I get you. I Which get makes you. perfect sense. But yeah. I guess it's like there's that, like is that like most of the characters have like, you know, a consistent sort of thing, but what you just said there is that mm. you have to balance with Bart the fact that he's 
somehow like ingeniously like mischievous and clever mm. but he also kind of has to be dumb yeah yeah you know, that's still a 10 year old yeah exactly so mm. it's sort of it's harder it's a harder one to negotiate I totally um, originally he was the main character and over time like he was the fan favourite and over time mm. Homer kind of became the lead yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. can definitely see that in at least the first two seasons there's more Bart episodes than there are Homer episodes yeah do you know yeah. Yeah, yeah he was the first person to be kind of like the show's mascot like there's t-shirts of Bart going around and stuff like that the I yeah. and all I don't have cow man eat my shorts all yeah, that yeah 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 I also wanted to mention the little detail I loved at that dinner was that Homer was wearing a tie Oh, that's, yeah, that says, says mentor. mentor. Yeah, that he clearly wrote on. <laughs> yeah. I just love that little detail. I remember seeing it being like, I don't want to address this, but I actually appreciate it even more that they didn't. Yeah. It was just a little detail that happened to be there. <laughs> uh, Homer tries to get married to tell him that he's a great, um, or that she respects him as a nuclear oh, yeah. guy. And marriage tells him that if he really wants to help Mike, then he needs to help him grow up. Because this is kind of when we take the, I suppose the kind of act two turn where... Mm things are changing a little bit and we do see him actually taking marriage advice marriage's advice here and um wanting to kind of change mike and having to kind of stop idolizing him and stuff mm. and realizing what he really wants out of life so oh my goodness how 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 far uh homer has has come from uh, th- his nightmare come becoming a reality episode, that's true uh, taking marriage's advice taking marriage's advice goodness. yeah wow. it's definitely intentional homer's, <laughs> homer's odyssey indeed <laughs> there we go so he finds out that Mike's dream is to have a pizza place that cooks pizza by the slice. <laughs> by the slice. Nothing better than getting a slice of pizza, right? But it's always been under the heat lamp, all dried out. Damn heat lamp. Hey, so why not make the pizza one slice at a time? Hot and fresh. Every slice is Derek Jeter. No Scott Brocious in the bunch. You want a fresh yeah. slice right away. <laughs> very, very passionate about this yeah. ridiculous idea. <laughs> it was just there would just be a massive queue if that went well. Like if yeah. that was a thing in real life, because it would take so long. It would t- oh my god! Like, <laughs> it would also just be like I mean, like for... <laughs> cooking each slice just as well. Yeah, like it's in like like cost efficient for electricity or you know electricity what? <laughs> totally. Yeah, everything. Just, yeah, absolute nightmare. They try to pitch the idea to Mr. Burns, who does not understand why he couldn't just have a whole pizza and cut it up himself. And Mike's all like, it's Mike's slice, it's not what we're doing here, you know, we're different. Mr. Burns refers to Homer as a nincompoop for coming to him yeah, with this idea. Yeah. And this concludes Mr. Burns shooting Mike. <laughs> just right straight up shoots him in the face. Stuff your organs back in their jars and crawl in your mummy box, you sick fungus up Pepsi Dracula. <laughs> So in this scene, Homer in, informs Mike that he um, didn't um, fix any of those accidents, was in fact the person who caused them. Mm. And Mike's so upset by this and still believes in his hero that he sets out to prove to Homer that he's the best mentor ever. Mm. Mm. Then we cut to, how do you feel about that? Like, clearly an act break. Like if you were watching on, on, a, on network TV, there was probably a commercial break and you cut back and it turns out that it had no effect on him. How do you feel um, about that? I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't Did expect him to be... Did you expect him to die? No, no, I didn't. But I thought there would have been some side effect to him being shot. Because that was such a big mm. moment. Yeah, you know? I get you. I get you. Yeah. I guess... Maybe that would have made a more interesting turn for the episode. Mm. I, I get... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I guess like that, like, they had, like, one line of, of, of uh, like, kind of... Um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Just, just when he's like, uh, oh, it was lucky that Mr. Burns is... Uh, 
uh, Gunn was so old. Oh yeah, he was, like, he was 200 years old. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, they, they had like one line of and they were removing the pellets from his forehead. Yeah, yeah, there were yeah. so many. And then the Mr. Burns <laughs> attempted to shoot him multiple times. Oh, no, you see, what it was though, it was a blunderbuss. Okay. So it was full well, of multiple bullets. These old, well, these old guns, yeah, that you'd like, you put in like, and the pellets would like explode and stuff. Ah, uh, right. Uh, but the, these awesome. old guns, you could actually put like anything into it as well. So ah, you okay. put loads of pellets or you could put like, you know, and boom. And we're outside the house and Mike gets Mike slices going. He has this a big food van. A food yeah. van, yeah, yeah, shows up and um, Flanders, Rod and Todd show up and they're really yeah. excited for some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> they want like a full pizza and he's like, no, it's, it's Mike slices. It's only one slice. It's like, those be he's like, okay, three slices. He's like, okay, those be ready in nine, 18 and 27 minutes. Was that actually what it was? I, no, Something I like that. Yeah, I, yeah. The last one was 36, so I was definitely wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember 36, yeah. yeah. I remember that being... <laughs> The longest they would have to wait for a pizza. <laughs> and um, this is like a nice George moment. They're like, oh, he actually did go out and mm, mm. prove himself. And, um, oh, yes, Homer is a good mentor. But then we find out that mm. um, he got involved with Fat Tony, Loan Sharks, 100,000 grand. Yeah. Or sorry, $100,000. Yeah. And um, 50,000 towards the food truck and all the food stock yeah. and stuff like that. And then another 50,000 betting on a basketball game. Yeah, And that whole sequence is actually pretty... Tens, I think. When he... Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. The team obviously ends up losing and they mm, jump in the mm. van, they drive away. And they're going like, you know. Yeah, and uh, they hide out in, an, in a rejected food truck place because they're all on original ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Mike says, and they pass a the thing that says Steve Slices. Steve Slices, the same idea. Yeah, it's the exact same idea. <laughs> Some really funny as well, like just small, like sight gags as well. Mm. That there was like, like, like all the like failed ideas, like gummy ramen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like one, one, my favorite one was just like one food van just says, Nobody likes quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was this place selling? <laughs> oh, it was quinoa, man. Did you know quinoa? Nobody, yeah, nobody likes quinoa was the name of the yeah, food yeah, truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were selling quinoa. They must be, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, like, true, what yeah, is this yeah. place selling? Well, they, they just <laughs> knew that like quinoa is so good for you, but just so... Nobody likes it. No one likes... Well, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't think I've ever had quinoa salad. I, yeah. I, the, the reason that appeals to me so much is because years ago, hmm. when I was doing Thai boxing, and I was trying to lose weight for a fight, yeah, I had quinoa, a portion of quinoa, hmm. with every goddamn meal I had because it was oh, wow. so good for you. But yeah, like, and so I just got so sick of it. Of course, cause, you know, because it was just every single time. I I have not eaten, uh, I have not made quinoa for myself since since that occasion. That's that very like fair. Yeah, ten years ago. Or is something. it just boring or is it? No, it's it's great. It's it's similar enough to like rice. Like it's just okay. Uh, okay. It's no, it's just that because I was trying to lose weight, I. And I had to have it so repetitively. Yeah, yeah. Like every single time. Yeah. And like and my body was all like <laughs> have something with fat in it, Brendan. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Eat yeah. something proper. All your body wanted and I was, was just like, sugar no, or something. Just have some high protein grain. Mm. Oh, it's so tough on those diets and there's just no flavour in your life. Yeah, you're just <laughs> like, oh man. They <laughs> Mike's like they're never going to catch us here and they immediately show up and find them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're about to kill him. I thought it was a really sweet moment. 
his old man. He's gonna clean up. Tell baby Patrick I loved her. Alright, do me. Kind of hit me yeah. a little bit in the emotions. Yeah. I thought that was quite sweet, yeah. And um, they end up sniffing the pizza. And that ends up winning them over. Mm. And he tries to like pitch instead of killing them. Maybe they could take over Mike's slices. Mm. And they're like, no, a food truck's not going to not gonna do well in, in, in this climate. Mm. And then they come up with the idea of also betting. Also betting. Yeah. But one little funny joke <laughs> though, food truck. I also liked there real quick was like, mm. when it's like, but not ideal, when that like, you know, sort of deus ex machina is introduced. Yes. And he's like, what is that smell? I smell that triangular... Uh, we're gonna have it. Well, let's have a pie together before you die. Yes. And Mike's like, it's Mike's slices. It's not a whole pie. <laughs> still so <laughs> adamant, determined, and annoyed at this person. Who <laughs> was about to kill him and it's yeah, one over yeah. by the smell of his yeah. pizza. He's like, no, it's about a slice. And before he like, you know, like like Homer just divvies them out real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saving him while he's having this big outburst of fat Tony and his cronies. So then the final scene, mm. we have Mike's business doing really well outside yeah. the power plant. And they're all like, you know, making bets while getting their slices yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And Fat Tony comes up in a weirdly somber, sweet moment, informs Homer that he is, in fact, a great a mentor. A great mentor. Yeah. And is that an homage to something at the end? Homer, Homer starts crying and then and slowly twirling. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like a slow pan out. But it I seems it seems so specific. Mm. And that song playing, um, it just seems so specific that it. I feel like it must have been an homage to something. about that ending um i so i really liked the whole episode i quite enjoy it yeah I, I liked all the beats i just thought the those last like those last little bits just felt a little bit like bang 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 bang, bang, bang we're sorted uh, definitely yeah you definitely I mean? he spent so much time kind of developing this character and yeah definitely compared to the last week episode these scenes were a lot more dragged out but i like that yeah they were yeah, very too, like kind of more too. character driven and dialogue heavy rather than focusing a lot more on visual gags mm. do you know what i mean um, but yeah, I definitely felt like it was very like okay, let's um, let's sort this out. Yeah, it didn't feel too joyous for me just because yes, Mike ended up getting what he wanted, but at what cost? <laughs> you know, just because of very illegal things happening. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, yeah, and also like obviously not really thought of. But if he's a uh, just lost fifty grand on a gambling thing, him putting him in the center of a gambling. Uh, you know, business. It probably it's is quite not unhealthy. the best idea. <laughs> yeah, it also it makes perfect sense of the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, true. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I guess th that's a good point. Is I don't like the joyous ending, but it does make perfect sense that this character that we meet at the beginning of this episode, that this is where he ends up, that this is his fate. You know, mm. I guess mm. that does make sense. I, I definitely would say that the first half of this episode is more solid than the second half. Yeah, I don't even like. I'd almost think like the first two thirds because the ending is so. Do you know what I mean? It's like as soon as like he arrives with the food truck, mm. they introduce. Uh, Fat Tony and his goons real quick and just and have to have the chase and have to have you know everything resolve everything mm. which yeah. is a great ending it's just it, that's, that's it was just that like you know Fat Tony and the goons the antagonist for them was mm. introduced in the last like you know like five minutes yeah, of even five, five seven minutes five, yeah yeah you know? totally 
Very, very true. I did enjoy the tag in this episode too, I must say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the images popping up as this happy music continues yeah. playing. So the first image is Mr. Burns eating a very hot slice. Yeah. And Mike and Homer panicking. Looking his, very panicked. Yeah, yeah, his tongue is just on fire. <laughs> and um, what's the next one? A Oh, yeah, we see a course is um, starting that Mike is running in some college for the study of Patriot League basketball. Yeah. So he gets to start his own college course about basketball. I yeah. was like, oh, cool. Good for you, Mike. Oh, it was funny, too, that uh, they were. Uh, everyone looks so happy. You see the whole like family stuff, except for Bart. Bart's got his like, hands things, and he's just like looking like yeah. sulking. Still doesn't quite like Mike. like Mike. Yeah, yeah of course, because he didn't apologize to him. No, no. You know, yeah. Patrick Ewing Feeling, yeah. signing the new baby's yeah. forehead. <laughs> Very reluctantly, but he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> We have Shark Tank not really digging Mike slices. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not super au fait with the people on Shark Tank. Me neither. I didn't know who it was. But he's but, like giving Mike a noogie. Yeah, whoever it was was like, it was really, yeah, annoyed at, at a thing. And I'm sure if, I'm sure avid fans of Shark Tank would be like, that, that's so That's funny. so true. That would that, be the that, guy that, who would give him a that noogie. That dude with the grey hair. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> For our Irish listeners who might not know what Shark Tank is, it's basically yeah. the American equivalent of Dragon's Den. Yeah. Or, yeah. The, or the Apprentice. The yeah. Apprentice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, you know. Mm, there's the pitching a business idea and my slice clearly didn't go down well. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Very upsetting. Yeah. And then the final image was hands down my favourite. Is Mike being blown away because Abracadabra oh, yeah. has sliced Homer in half. <laughs> He's just like on stage just like appalled yeah. and amazed by, by, by this. So he's a magician, yeah. And Homer is so happy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just slicing half. You know how funny because I feel like Homer probably genuinely thought he was like yeah, 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 because he's Homer and everybody else was really amazed by Abracadabra so why wouldn't Homer be? <laughs> that concludes the episode. Yeah, yeah. What would you what would you rate it out of 10? I think I'd also give it a 7 as we did for last Ooh, week's episode. I yeah. thought about it and I was like sort of like um, I would give it I would give it an 8. An 8? An okay. 8 out of 10 because cool. I think I, I thought about I, this this one I still think there was the, the flow with like the ending or yes. like you know it's just a bit too condensed but mm. I still thought it was a good ending yeah. you know it was just a little rushed mm. um, and I think it's very ambitious they didn't have a B plot very and what weirded me out about like you know why I had to think about it for a bit longer was because that made the episode feel like an unstereotypical Simpsons episode yeah. and the more I thought about it uh, the more I liked it Okay. so I, I would give it an 8 that's cool. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with a seven. You're gonna go with an eight. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I would say, even though I'm giving it the same rating I gave last week, I would prefer this episode by a little bit, by okay. smidgen. Yeah, definitely. So would you say like a like a seven point two, or would you? Yeah, say if we're gonna, gonna give like an IMDb rating, yeah, I'd that's probably how my give it like works. yeah, that's fair. That's for, that's for a lot of people's brains work that way. I'd probably say like seven point three, whereas last episode yeah, would have been a seven point zero. Yeah, do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. I hear for you. For sure. I think one one of the highlights was definitely, as we said, Michael Rappaport as Mike. Great character. And I just really, as, as I said, I admire that they casted somebody who suits that part yeah. perfectly, rather than just bringing in a big celebrity. Like even John Mulaney last week, even though I didn't enjoy him as that part, he that's not a part that he would typically play. He clearly got that part because he's John Mulaney. Because he's John Mulaney, totally. You know? totally. Yeah. 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 Whereas this part was this is perfect casting. This is. The kind of character that guy usually plays, like that's his character in Warhol. Yeah, Home. totally. That's his character in Friends, the character as well, but his sure. accent just uh, completely embodies. Suits it absolutely perfectly. Like, yeah, you know, kind of. I think it's a New hmm. York accent, is it? Um, kind of New York is kind of Boston yeah. a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah every Boston. Boston yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it, it kind of harked back to, to to the old days for me because they had this new character come in who wasn't there based on star power. Like when I think of characters like that from the older seasons, I think like Rex Banner. 
the Beer Baron character. I can't even remember the guy who voices him, but he's also not a huge celebrity, so he was just a perfect person oh, for that sure. part. The dude who's all like, what kind of pet shop has floozies and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The best goddamn pet <laughs> shop in town. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, who's another... Like, like John, the, the gay guy in the episode where Homer thinks that Barrett might be gay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, again, like, too. not a massive... Not a massive celebrity who's just casting that part because he's, he's fantastic. An part for him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It really felt like one of those kind of parts, Mike, in this episode. Totally. Yeah, I really totally. was impressed with him as a character. I really admired that they really put the work into developing him, that he wasn't mm. just there to propel a plot. Totally, totally, totally. You know what I mean, yeah. It wasn't just like a, a vehicle for that actor to have a guest role in The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was a really cool character. So, yeah, that concludes this review, I guess. Yeah. We're yeah. going to do another. Simpsons news. Okay, can I real? Can I real quick just the la- the just just hit? Oh it, yeah, sure. Just the last two quotes that have the word clangers in them. Oh yeah, go for so, it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me your, your point, best mic. Yeah. So so uh, another when when Homer gives Mike like you know like his like talking to you properly he goes whoa you're really busting my clangers oh no actually no that's what Homer says too you're right you're right yeah oh you're really busting my clangers and then the last one is when he goes. Hey Homer, how's it clanging? <laughs> yeah, that's it. How's it clanging? <laughs> Full use out of that stupid <laughs> joke. Yeah, I love it. Only let me when Homer says that to marriage. It's like <laughs> he clearly is misguided as this mentor because he is. <laughs> this guy is having an effect on him, whereas yeah. it's supposed to be the way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calling him referring to himself as Homer Simpson. <laughs> Ridiculous. I love one other quote, which real quick was like when when he over goes it. like uh, when he invites uh, Mike over to dinner and he just got like he goes. I've got some people I'd like to introduce to the way you act around me. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking good. The family, yeah, they, he just wants to show them, like, somebody idolizing yeah, Homer. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> really respecting Homer. Because, yeah, this is interesting. He really doesn't receive that that much over the no. 30 seasons prior to this. I mean, I mean yeah, you know, like, probably rightfully, because, you know, it's Homer. Yeah, he's a doofus. Well. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's, the, he's a TV dad, like. Dare I say a doofus? Whoa. <laughs> So anyway, guys, welcome back to Dylan Has a Simpsons Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give you a bit of Simpsons news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Q intro. Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons News. So only two pieces again this week, unfortunately. Um, two pretty interesting ones, though. So just we got a, a little plot reveal for an upcoming episode in the... 32nd season Ooh. it's going to be called three dreams denied and it's going to follow three different characters pursuing dreams that never entirely worked out for them oh interesting basically Very interesting. The, the three that they are, are quite interesting so one it follows bart trying to become a voice actor oh okay yeah okay another Very is mm. <laughs> another is a comic book guy trying to start his own convention in springfield and in mm. that story, Paul Rudd's going to play himself in it. Okay. Which would be cool. Like an Ant-Man kind of thing. Yeah. And the third one isn't quite revealed, but it's going to have Ben Platt playing a student in the school. And um, him and Lisa are going to try to start some sort of jazz type thing together, mm. basically. But yeah, Who, sounds ben cool. Who's Ben again? I'm sorry. He's uh, Evan Hansen. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah terrific actor. So I think there could be some two, two cool, two potentially cool yeah. guest appearances. And it sounds like a cool episode. Yeah, it's always cool when The Simpsons... Divvies in, or kind of uh, ventures into that sort of like a multi-story uh, yeah, w- uh, concept for them. When they do the tree as a horror thing without it being mm. a tree as a horror. Yeah, yeah. It usually can be quite interesting. Yeah, one that sticks out to me, not really a fan favourite, is um, one called Revenge of the Disturbed Three Times. And um, which just follows, it's in the 
18 season, I want to say. Mm. And I thought it was Homer wanting to get revenge on the wrist Texan because he passed him out uh, driving. <laughs> and then the family tell three stories revolving your revenge. You get like the Count of Monte Cristo story. Oh, yeah. I can't really remember, but I think I have because I, I think I recall the Count of Monte Cristo in the mm. Simpsons universe where yeah, yeah. the ending is like, uh, why did you spend this long concocting a huge revenge plan when I was still here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So you get that one, yeah, then you get like Millhouse um, creating this like machine uh, to, to, to buy off the bullies and the last one is um, Bartman Begins where you get like a proper ba- Batman story <laughs> told as, as Bart. Yeah. His, his parents die and you get like Cool ones throughout, like Lenny is like poison Lenny instead of poison Ivy. <laughs> um, Snake is like the Riddler and stuff. This is a cool one. I'm digressing into a different episode, but it's, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like, I like that one a lot. And the next piece of Simpsons news is oh, yeah, it's just that this week was the 30th anniversary of the Do the Batman music video. Oh, wow. I thought it was cool, yeah. And um, Brad Bird, who directed the video, who went on to direct The Incredibles, The Iron Giant, mm. those are big oh, wow. yeah, animated yeah. films, as well as uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mm. Um, he came out saying that this, to date, he still considers the hardest thing he ever had to direct, the do oh, the Batman wow. music video. That's so interesting. Yeah. I guess be- it's such a cycle. Because well, his explanation, his explanation was this on Twitter was um, hungry animators. He had hungry animators working on it, as in animators from Hungary, not animators no. who, <laughs> who really want to eat food. <laughs> animators from Hungary um, animating it, and they had never drawn The Simpsons before, so we had to teach them from scratch how to draw The Simpsons. Oh my god! And they also apparently spoke little to no English. Oh my god! How? That's so it's like rid- a nightmare. That's right? ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like it makes sense, I guess, because it's obviously not canon to the show. So you yeah. have to bring in new animators to make it. And yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. But he says, yeah, somehow it all worked out in the end, and he's still incredibly proud of it. As he should be. It's a very great yeah. music video. Yeah. I, because like as well, though, like the reason I was gonna say is that it's like like a, a sort of like a genre, uh, l- like like hybrid twist kind of for the Simpsons. That's why I thought it would have been so difficult. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's sure. That's ridiculous. Mm, I know, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> they put him through absolute hell there. <laughs> is that, am I correct? That's probably a reason of as well, though, that yeah, it is yeah. genre-defining for what he would have previously animated on the show. It's funny, because it's like, I mean, saying that that's the hardest directing job, but it's like, he had to sort of create what he wanted to direct before. <laughs> he like he, It's like, it's not just directing, it's it's like, you know... Yeah, he probably embodying just said... and then directing what he... You know? mm. Am I correct in saying that Do the Batman is is one of the tracks from the Simpsons Sing the Blues? The Simpsons yeah. Simpsons it's kind of the, blues. the main one. The yeah. Head, the headliner of yeah, the album. Yeah, the one that most yeah. people would be like, kind of, you know. Totally, yeah. Either that or Deep Deep Trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great album. Yeah, such it a is funny one of them. D- deviation of, like, you know, Simpsons. such a funny spin off Simpsons. It's uh, so unique. Yeah, it's so <laughs> interesting. What a Grammy, I'm pretty sure. What? Don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty Are sure it won a Grammy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I think there's some great, well-written songs. Yeah, no, no, no. Trouble and Studio Batman are written by Michael Jackson as well. What? Fun fact. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, working on the show at the time, doing that episode that's now banned. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, also wrote those two songs. I remember... Makes sense. That's, I mean, yeah, Jesus. Mm. That's crazy. I remember um, a really early memory of being at, like, a friend's house in primary school. Yeah. Um, A friend called... I don't think he'll mind me, you know... Fiercro Kelleher. Yeah. Um, and him showing, playing these, like, uh, these songs for me. 
and us just being like, oh, that's so cool. This Whoa, is sick. Yeah, it's so you know? interesting. I'm just yeah. being, and also me just kind of, just that kind of thing like, this is, this is like my, not how the Simpsons are usually, you know, no. so yeah, I was like, this isn't, you know, it's such mm. a, such a strange, uh, it's so unique. Sort of yeah. Album. Like for people who don't, aren't familiar with the album, mm. Simpsons sing the blues, it's really very kind of like jazzy, slow kind of songs that the characters are singing. Yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. Deep, Deep Deep Trouble is definitely my personal favorite. I think that one is fantastic. Very well written. That's a really interesting story through music but yeah i'm happy it's there if you were yeah i yeah. just i, I want to say too if if uh any of our um avid fans would like to do a cover of the simpsons sing the blues and send it into us <laughs> um, it could become an intro or something well i well, would not you know if if there's a musician you know, listening see, this right now and they want to sing a you know, cover song from simpsons sing the simpsons blues you are blues. more than welcome more than welcome but i would prefer they did an obscure one rather than do the Batman. oh yeah true fair <laughs> that's what yeah, i'm gonna yeah, say yeah. and i mean like you know there's probably gonna be a lot of people sending them in so just like make sure it's overwhelmed yeah submissions here <laughs> if you actually want to do that yeah message, that would be really cool message the instagram page and <laughs> that'd be amazing but that's unlikely i will say um before we finish up i'm very pleased and happy with um the response we've gotten yeah, so far got yeah, some yeah. lovely messages from people i'm a lot more views than i anticipated so that's really cool and um yeah just uh, if people are enjoying this please give it a share and let people know about it because that's yeah. the way that we'll get better known and maybe make money off this because that'd be amazing that'd be pretty cool <laughs> it's not uh, about uh, that but it'd be awesome be like good. If, you know if if you're really enjoying our voices just send us some lozenges or something or you know like a, yeah, yeah. some peppermint tea mm. um, I mean we did know. have four years of voice training I think we're oh, yeah. well able to speak for an well hour able. but if you want to send us if you food to, <laughs> it's like a <laughs> some oranges we'll happily take <laughs> like, anything if you want to send us anything if you want to send us a letter mm, just to prove your love to us and to the show if you want to be friends yeah cool do that well, I was also pointing out before we finish that Brayden has been wearing a crown for this entire podcast whoa, I forgot to whoa. mention it's Prince Brendan to you yeah yeah when, when when he walked in I was like King Brendan he was like that's Prince Brendan to you <laughs> he was not happy about that the princely vibe suits me better than the king vibe yeah, I think, I feel, I, I think yeah. everyone can understand yeah you're more of like an IE prince than yeah. a king yeah it, it just seems more like a mischievous presence if you're a prince yeah do you know yeah. what I mean I feel you. I read the the Machiavelli book, so I think it's official. There you go. That's all you gotta do. Machiavelli, guys. I don't think I said that right, did I? No, you got it. You got it, Machiavelli. Ah, Machiavelli. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cover that in our next podcast. Yeah. Do let Brendan have a Machiavelli Have a Machiavelli in you. Yeah. That's when we just try to, like, uh, conspire against one another. There we repeatedly. go. Repeatedly. That'd be interesting. For the role of Edmund in King Lear. Hey, hey. Oh, there's a connection. There's a, you know, screenplay. A pair people want to play. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Exactly. I guess we'll finish it there, yeah? Yeah, totally. All right. Thank you all for listening as Thank always. You. And uh, good night or good morning or whatever time you're listening to this too. Goodbye. Bye.